Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great Thursday. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Hey, Jax, how you doing? I'm doing great because it's the first Thursday of June, which means that the new Redheads episode is out. So go check it out if you read the book. And even if you didn't, it's actually so fun funny and cute and I was editing the episode last night and at the end before I go up to like end the recording you can hear all of our chatter mm-hmm. and I actually almost left it in because it was so cute Aww. like everyone was like that was such a good one Dean is like that was so fun you should have left it in I know it just felt like so private yeah so it really was such a good one and so fun and you should definitely check it out and it's never too late to become a redhead but Redheads aside, we have so much to do today. I'm sure that people are watching this episode and being like, wow, four legs, bare, two <laughs> queens wearing outfits that they never wear. They treat this set like trash. Why do they look like goddesses today? Yeah, we treat it like our living room, which yeah. is what it is. We look like goddesses because Spritz is having such an exciting day. New flavor launches today. Right now. Right now. Right, right here, now. Right now. If you don't already know... The new flavor is peach. I have been able to drink it for the last month. When I tell you how much it tastes, literally like Snapple. Like, it's so good. It's so refreshing. Of course, we have a code. We'll get to all that. But this is our first new flavor after our capsule collection. You guys know we have four flavors. Grapefruit, lemon, blood orange, and pineapple. This is our first additional flavor, and it's so good. Some ASMR from Jackie. Some ASMR. It's so good. Zach poured me one on ice last night, and it was delicious. And it's safe to say, this is my favorite flavor now. It has usurped grapefruit, even though the originals are so good. We love an the original usurper. recipe. But it's the usurper. I'm sorry. She's coming in hot. No, this can is literally Aries Targaryen. She's coming in hot. She's the usurper. <laughs> um, she is. You guys, it's so, so good. So... If you want to order it online, it will be in the stores that we're in. It'll be in soon. But right now you can get it exclusively online. Spritz Society has officially launched our new flavor, Peach. And we've been dying to share it with you all. Peach will be joining Spritz Society's four iconic flavors just in time for summer. It's juicy, it's vibrant, and it's bursting with flavor. Peach is the official flavor of the season. So you can shop the peach at SpritzSociety.com. And since you're a toaster and you deserve the world, and you mean the world to me, we have a code for you. It's Life's a Peach. That's 15% off $65 or more. Life's a peach for 15% off SpritzSociety.com. Get the variety pack. Try the new flavor. If you haven't tried it yet, this might be, the, this, your time might be coming. It, it might be now. Nothing goes together better than the toast and the spritz, you know? And a chicken nugget. Oh, a french fry for me. Right, because if we're drinking, we have to have something to eat, you of know? Of course. You don't want to get too carried away You don't want to be irresponsible. <laughs> no, no, no. So and it's a, a big day. Al fresco. Let me set the scene, shall Please, I? please. Poolside, or on the rooftop if you're in a city, and I'm sorry if you are. <laughs> Poolside. Beachside. Toast. 
on the speakers. In your AirPods. Spritz in a glass over ice with a straw, plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I would go for peach, French fries, ketchup, Theo, Bryce, Theo, Strice. The Bryson Streisand. That does sound like an idyllic day. We should make it happen for ourselves. We should cultivate that vibe. We are in charge of our own destiny, like, yet we do nothing about it. Not a thing. Not a thing. All we do is sit here and complain. We could have that vibe cooked up in a second. We should work on that. We are working on that. But until then, head over to SpritzSociety.com. And the reason why we look so nice is because we're throwing a big, you know, media influencer brunch to celebrate the new peach. So we've got to do the toast. We've got to head downtown to, you know, prepare for the girlies. The girlies are arriving and we, we cannot disappoint. No. And some of us have to pump in between. So pray for us. Pray for us in perpetuity. Oh, and as if that's not enough, there is news galore today. Oh, my God. This it's isn't the just Jubilee. like one of those shows that we can fumble through so true there's so much to talk about the johnny heard the johnny heard trial the jubilee was this morning i was watching it this morning me too premium content it's a lot there's so much to talk about and i think we need to just talk about it because we did talk about ourselves the only thing that's really going on for me today is the new episode of the redheads mm -hmm. check it out that's all i'm gonna say and because only at this point it's oh. kind of like canva pro it's mm, like passion no what oh. are you doing if you're not using oh, it so if true you're not on canva pro when you're not listening to the redheads like no, I can't help you. And it's like, when we get on this podcast and try and like convince people to get the redheads, it's like, we're insulting their intelligence because it's so obvious, you know? Right. It's disgusting of us. Get your fucking ass up and listen to the redheads. Check it out. And before that, here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Today's episode is, of course, brought to you by SpritzSociety.com. Our new flavor just launched. Life's a peach for that 15% off code over uh, $65 or more. Check it out. SpritzSociety.com. Gorgeous. Our first story is the big story of the day. Johnny Depp won his defamation case against Amber Heard. He has been awarded $15 million in damages combined. Amber was awarded on one count. She was awarded $2 million. So net 13 mil. But there is a pay. A there is a law in Virginia that puts a cap on punitive damages where he was awarded $5 million. So the max she could get for that is uh, $350,000. So all in all, ten point three five minus the $2 million, Right. So we were together watching the, the verdict. And when I tell you like how I gasped, because whether or not, like whatever side you're on, it's incredibly difficult to prove defamation. Like mm -hmm. it's it's like the hardest thing. So whether or not you believe Johnny or you believe Amber, like the legal feat of this was huge. And I was genuinely like beyond shocked. Yeah. I was also shocked that he was awarded so much money. I think a lot of people thought that he might win, but... For a dollar. For a dollar, just to make the point that you can't run around saying things that aren't true about people, but you know, he's not going to get the... $50 million right. that he had wanted. And I think he had stated previously, like, this really wasn't about money. I don't think that it was either. But so to be awarded, like, so much money and really win on all counts. She won the one count. So he was, okay, he was suing her for multiple counts about an op-ed she wrote in the Washington Post, which I want to get into in right. a second. Yep. Multiple counts for multiple things she said in this one op-ed. And on every single count that he had sued her for, he won. She then countersued. He basically had a lawyer release a statement to the Daily Mail. So she used that as her counterclaim for defamation, the Waldman statements. And there were multiple counts, and only one of them the jury found to be true, and they awarded her $2 million. So she did have a very, very small win. Obviously, no one's talking about that because he had a magnanimous win. And 
the crazy part, like just from a you know celebrity entertainment perspective, is that he was not even there, and he was there every single day at the trial. He took the stand multiple times, and so on the final day where he was reaching a verdict, I don't know if maybe because he thought he lost, I don't know what the reasoning was, but he was not there. It's very Kardashian's China yeah. trial. Maybe <laughs> because whether he won or lost, it's hard. You don't want to have your reaction shown, and now he's going to go live his life. His work here is done, regardless of what the outcome was. He did everything that he could with the trial and it's kind of iconic that he wasn't there yeah and we're just like left to be watching her yeah and, and th those are all the pictures that are coming out obviously her face dropped when it was just yes 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 five million ten million no no like so and the camera just stayed on her the entire time yeah there was nowhere else for it to go perhaps that was what johnny wanted i don't know um it was just a crazy thing to watch. It felt historic in a way. I felt like, you know, it was something like a trial where, where people get so invested, like we'll be talking about for years to come. Yeah, and it's something that everyone's watching. And obviously, like the Law and Crime channel on YouTube was <laughs> having a great day yesterday. I'm actually today thinking of the hosts of the Law and Crime channel. They were quaking. They had never, so many technical difficulties. They will never have that, that many, moment. you know, that much they interest in their channel. They three million people watching only on their channel. Right, which is insane. I mean, maybe if there's another trial like this that captures the attention of the world but you know today is a quiet day for them yeah and immediately upon the verdict being reached both Johnny and Amber had statements released on their Instagram the sentiment of Johnny's was like I feel free I feel like I've vindicated myself for my ch myself and my children and my family um I feel like I can finally start a new chapter in my life and Amber's was very much um you know uh this verdict reinforces the stereotype that victims of abuse women shouldn't speak up um so they were both pretty much like sticking to their stories given i mean i would hope so it's not like she's gonna <laughs> now say up oh, never mind I, you know, right. I didn't fool you but i mean given that a jury has weighed in on all the we always say innocent and guilty but mm -hmm. like the jury has weighed in all of the evidence was submitted everyone mm -hmm. made their case and seven juries of their peers decided yeah that she's a fucking liar. Yeah. Given that, she's the one doing more damage to victims of domestic abuse and violence than this verdict. Yeah. Considering she's the one who lied. And up until this point, like, you know, we were believing women. Right. And now she's, like, making it so that we're questioning. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, it's very delicate in the sense that, like, what, now that we have this verdict, what do we do with it? Like... Because I think for so long we've all been conditioned and we should believe women, but like there's... What about if but, they're lying? Right, but there's like now legal proof that it just sets like such a bad... It sets such a bad example. Such a bad example. And she's and, the one doing it. So she can't say that like, you know, she's worried about women when you're the one the who messed it the up. No, and there was mountains of evidence that she was abusive. Right. So I think what we take away from this trial is one, like men can be victims of abuse. Mm -hmm. Two, like we should be very, um, we should all be like cautious of what we read. And three, like where is the uh, accountability on behalf of the Washington Post? And so, the ACLU. So a lot of people were confused as to why the trial was happening in Virginia. And the reason that is, is because what Johnny was suing her over was an op-ed that she wrote in the Washington Post and the Washington Post is located in Virginia. So this whole trial was about the Washington Post, and I just feel like, isn't there some sort of accountability on the Washington Post to be publishing 
the truthfulness truth, right to investigate what they're publishing so i think it also poses like a really big question about like media and journalism you know it's just kind of like this crazy trial that is like making people question a lot of things. Yeah, as it should. It really should, because if he hadn't gone for it and decided that he was going to clear his name, we would have just stayed believing Put him Amber. in the category. Amber, he would have been canceled. I mean, now let's let's see Pirate 6. Right. This well, man has been totally, like... Vindicated. Vindicated, and but for six years, like, his life was completely upended based on what the jury she, has decided was a lie. Yeah. No, it was. And which was not only just told by her, but then propagated by like one of the biggest newspapers in the country. Right, and then everyone else. By like a civil liberties union that's supposed to be defending victims. Right. No, it's a bad look for a lot so of people. Every, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are questioning a lot of things. Yeah, as they should. As they should. You question everything, by the way. Question That's everything. That's what it says on the board above, you know, in the classroom. Right? Totally. There's no ne such thing as a dumb question. Never stop asking why. So it was just like, it was crazy. And it's also crazy how Johnny's legal team has become like a level of celebrity. You know, mm -hmm. people were quaking. Obviously, they weren't going to wait for Johnny to come out because he wasn't there, but literally waiting for like Ben Chu and Camille Vasquez to give a statement, like cheering for them. And Camille Vasquez is an associate and she like really became the star of the trial. And like in her, I do believe like she has a very bright legal career ahead of her or very bright you know publishing career when she wants to write a book about this well that's what we were talking about the jury obviously if you've been watching the trial every day you never see the jury you don't know i know they were comprised of five women five men and two women was that's that what it? i heard on law and order right law and order <laughs> so it was seven people um which i found shocking because i just assume a jury is 12 angry men you know but i guess because it's a civil course case not a criminal case it's seven um you learn something new every day but we never got to see who that was like mm -hmm. who were the people what did they look like and so now it's kind of like how oj after the trial every single person wrote a book i don't think this trial is at the level that oj was but i do think like we'll be getting some sit down interviews a gma moment something with some of the jurors if they're into it if they're into it which they probably are they sat through all of this it's hard to be a juror we were talking about that too because they finally panned to the jury seats once the jury exited the courtroom and i was like oh my god these people have been sitting in these turnt twisted hard ass chairs for 12 hours a day for six weeks straight like I could never be a juror. Like, my back is in such bad shape. I would need a heating pad on the stand, and I feel like that wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. The only thing is, is, like, you also were listening to the same thing that they were listening to for 12 hours a day for six weeks straight. Yes, you were in your bed, but if you had just done it in that chair, like, you would be set for life with another book. No, okay. Girl with No Job, the sequel. First of all, I only started watching... The crazy, like, <laughs> beautiful life of a of juror. A juror. <laughs> I only started watching two weeks ago. <laughs> And I only watched for like three hours a day. So like having the option to turn it off when it got boring, which it very frequently did with like legal stuff. Um, I don't think I could really. And they were always like being excused. Get up, get down. Like it was a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Got to figure out how to get out of jury duty. I don't know. You could end up on a case like this. Well, of course. Like if I get to jury duty and they're doing a celebrity trial, like duh, I'll think about it. But if it's, you know, termites against a landlord, like I'm not, I'm not doing it. Okay. Unless it, I feel like you would like it. You would get so much material. You would come in every day. Tell okay. us, regale us with your tales. That's true. Also, like, you would have such interesting juror dynamics. Like, when you guys break for lunch, like, what are... I would start a click. Are you going to start a click? I would be sitting alone in the corner because I don't know how to talk to mm -hmm. people. Um, hopefully someone would, you know, bring me in, take me under their wing. We would need to do jury duty together. <laughs> 
literally. <laughs> and then I would open up to the group and they would say, oh my God, she has such personality. Like we thought you were so shy. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone mm-hmm. says. Cause I'm, I'm really shy. Yeah, I'm shy. But I also do have a big personality. Ooh, I'm shy. But only once you get to know me and I feel comfortable. Um, so this just concludes, like closes a chapter <laughs> on something that I feel like we've all been so invested in. We all, I think a lot of people like, I think most, most people are, Team Johnny, and especially if you've been watching the trial, it was hard not to be. Yeah, and um, now with the verdict being what it is, even if you weren't paying attention the whole time, like they went through everything, everything. they combed through their text messages. It was so embarrassing videos. for everyone. It, like, and he decided to open up his life like that in pursuit of clearing his name. And there were unflattering things about him Beyond. that came out. But overall, I mean, the drug use, the alcohol, some of his text messages, like things he would just say to his friends, like. Right. Everyone does things in their personal life that are beyond embarrassing. And now it makes me think, like, I've got to clean up my act in case I ever get sued for defamation. Right. Yeah. Because your entire life becomes public. Yeah. And before this trial, like, you could not catch me caring about Johnny Depp in one way or another. Yeah. Didn't see his movies. Actually, we were talking about some of his movies yesterday. Right. Because I, I don't think I actively, like, sought out to see Johnny Depp movies. But obviously, I've seen a lot. Like, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Alice in Wonderland, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Peter Pan. He does, yeah, a lot of Disney. I didn't even realize that. And then, of course, the Pirates movies, which I've never seen. I've never seen them, but the uh, like a few weeks ago, Zach was watching one, so I caught a bit of the end. And it was pretty good. It's, it's like historical fiction. I'm just curious to see like where these two go from here. Like, I don't think it'll be easy for Amber to get work um, because there's so much scandal attached to her name in a negative way like her Q score they did a whole thing in the trial about Q scores um I don't think she has a high one and Johnny um I know he hasn't done movies in a while and and through the trial you realize because opportunities were taken away from him because people believed him to be you know an abuser but I don't know if he even wants to keep doing movies I know he's like in a band or something he likes playing music and that's why he wasn't even at the trial right he was in the UK playing a show with his band yeah exactly Oh, he was in 21 Jump Street, the TV series. They forgot that that was a remake. That's so random. So random. They were talking about 21 Jump Street, actually, in the trial. And I was like, what? That's really funny. It was just so interesting to hear, like, these cultural things like Aquaman, Pirates of the Caribbean, the show Amber did, where she got paid, like, $200,000 an episode. It was just so crazy to see all that played out in a court of law. You're just not used to that. No, you're really not. So that's that on On this trial. And it will be interesting to see what see what they each do next. I can imagine a lot of people don't want to work with her because it seems like she invites drama. Yeah, trouble. Trouble, yeah, lies. Yeah. So also the fact this was not publicly favorable towards her. Because no. even if Johnny had lost, still the... That's what we were saying. Yeah, but so... The court of public opinion. Lost, the court of public opinion like had really changed in how they felt about him. Yeah. She lost... And, and then some. And then some, exactly. Yeah, because I, I think for both of them, of course Johnny wanted to win, but I think the way that the people watching, millions of people watching every day, started to see him in a different light was really his goal. Mm-hmm. And so just to actually win the the verdict was a cherry on top of that. Because I was 100% certain he was not going to win. It's so hard. Trust me, I've tried to sue people for defamation. Like, I want to do it every time someone says something mean about me. It's really hard. Yeah. Also, I was on Daily Mail this morning. They had a headline. Like, it was really a trial by TikTok, they said. It was. The- hashtag justice for Johnny or something like that has 81 billion views. Wow. So people were really getting their their information. But also I want to say like their opinions from yes. TikTok. Their I, facts and their opinions. 
I went through like a journey on this trial because at first I was like, oh, good for Amber, like, let's go. And then I started getting targeted with like Johnny content. I was like, wait, are we seeing this all wrong? And then I got so much Johnny content, I had to like pull my head out of my ass and be like, I think I might be like being biased. Biased. Like, I think I might be like getting, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Propaganda. <laughs> so then I just started watching the trial and like forming my own opinions and then like seeking out other sources of information. And I came to the conclusion that like, I'm pretty sure um, we're team John. I'm team, team Johnny. Yeah. And then the jury agreed with you. But I'm like afraid to say that. Do you know what I mean? I know. But now that's. Because it sounds, it sounds bad. Right. Because you want to believe women. And yeah. like this woman says that she's a victim of domestic violence. And like your heart goes out when you hear something like that. Because that's a natural human instinct. But she allegedly and clearly has really preyed on that instinct from a lot of people and put this out about him knowing that it would damage him and in turn damage a lot of victims and survivors of domestic violence because people might feel differently about saying something because now maybe we're not just going to blanket believe women yeah no it's just it's definitely a pivotal moment in like the me too movement yeah so it's wild it was a crazy six weeks crazy also i saw a funny thing that was like it was the defecation trial (laughs) (laughs) for defecation i mean that's kind of i think what got people invested in the trial like the claim that a human being would take a shit in another human being's bed was so abhorrent Mm -hmm. so for me that was at least my first entry into knowing about what was going on between these two me too and like everything else that was embarrassing that came out you know drugs alcohol even crude text messages shitting the bed is up is there. beyond the pale. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Some exciting news this morning as the Queen's Jubilee has kicked off the four-day celebration celebrating her 70 years on the throne. The Queen's birthday uh, parade at the House Guards in London was the first official Jubilee event this morning. The royal family took to the balcony to watch the planes. The immediate family stood there then a more extended family and of course the big question is harry and megan they were not on the balcony they were not on the balcony but they were there there's like one photo of megan um like playing with some kids in the background um so there's a lot to unpack here first of all it's so nice to see the family out together i really haven't seen the kids the grandkids in so long um they i know this is like how genetics works but they really look like both their parents like it's crazy (laughs) like they're literally the perfect combination of both like you can see so much of william and they the two boys like have william's hair from from when he was a kid do you think and i'm hoping styling choice or that's how i think it's genetic and i'm hoping that kate's wonderful locks will bring them through the rest of their life with thick hair Okay. That's what I'm thinking. So it was so great to see the queen out and about looking happy and healthy, knock wood, um, and just seeing the gang back together. And then, of course, like the looming kind of cloud over this is like, what is going on with Harry and Meghan? And so they were in attendance. I know I was watching um, the Jubilee where the newscaster said, so they're all going for lunch now afterwards. So like there is going to be like a bit of a probably awkward family lunch because William and Charles, they haven't seen Harry. Yeah. The Royals, they're just like us. No, it's like, it's literally like an awkward family reunion. Yeah. That is wild. I mean, it's really nice to see them all on the balcony. We haven't had a moment like this in a few years. And I really feel like it signifies like the end of like COVID and what the last few years have been. Like if you look at the crowds, there's crowds as far as the eye can see and it's giving, you know, royal fanfare mm-hmm. like it always has uh the harry and Meghan thing is so interesting and i actually was just reading an article and i saw a picture and i hadn't ever thought about like what it's i think about like Meghan more because she's far more interesting mm-hmm. but like for harry to go back to the uk and like 
I saw this picture of him where he's like doesn't know how to smile because it's like you abandoned these people like this country like raised you this and country loves right. you and you kind of took a big shit on them and left and you don't even live here anymore it's different to you're like, talking about the people of the, the pe- uk the not his family the people of the uk yes. and how he must feel like driving down the street like being like mm. yeah because not only did he they step down from royal duties which maybe like if it was a toxic situation for them and it wasn't working out i can understand but like they also left the country. Like, he's choosing not to live there. He's choosing to live in Hollywood. And, like, he just, like, left these people. And, like, the country really, like, loves him and William. And, like, when Diana passed away, like, they, they care. became, yeah. like, their children. Mm-hmm. And he kind of is just, like, gave them the middle finger. Yes, but also, like, how can you make decisions for your life for people you actually don't fucking know? Like, of course, but it, you and I couldn't, most people couldn't, but I imagine that's what for a being member a of the is. royal family, like, that's all you're doing your whole damn life. Yeah, yeah, And now yeah. you're 30, how old is he? I don't know. Maybe like 40 years mm-hmm. old and you have to think differently. You thought about them for 40 years. Yeah, no, like I, I totally get it. It's There's definitely like a, an extremely awkward like vibe everywhere Harry and Meghan go in the UK. Um, but you know what? I'm glad they showed up for Queenie. Queenie's like the one person, I mean, they named their daughter after her. Like Queenie's, I think, the one person who they still, you know, stomach and have respect for. So I guess that's good. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so, like, you think your family interactions are awkward? Like, this pales in, yours pales, pales in comparison. I can't even really believe that they're there. Of course it feels like, of course they're going to be there. It's the queen, and they love her, and, but remember the interview? Yeah. Like, they. To me, that's, like, final, because. I understand there yes. are issues like in the family, but you deal to with air them it, in private. Yes, to air it means like we're done with them. And that's right. all, all good and fine, but you're going back to the Jubilee now. And if you want to make a rapprochement and you like that was your way of you're putting everything out there so that we can come back from it, then everything like that needs to be done in the public. Yeah, but that's just, not like, the royal way. No, you don't just air the dirty laundry in public and then reconcile in private because right. what about us? us? We're just left thinking like, what yeah you know totally. so even if they were to like apologize to the family like they also need to apologize publicly but I don't even think they're sorry I think they feel good about no it. I think they feel like they did what they had to do they feel justified I think for them it was like this supposed to be this clean break but you can't clean break from family no also if it's a clean break then like you don't go back for the jubilee right no I don't really know it's so bizarre the because you're right like to do an interview and say everything you've wanted to say means like you're done with these people right which and, you're welcome to be done with And them. you're totally justified in doing, like, everyone is out here just protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. So then to, like, put on a fake face for everyone and go to the Jubilee, that's confusing. Yeah. So I was confused. No, it's definitely beyond confusing. Yeah. But I think it's confusing for them, too. Like, I don't think they know where they stand. I don't think the royal family knows, like, who and Harry and Meghan hate, who they like. Yeah. Also, Harry and Meghan are filming a reality show for Netflix. I hear a lot about like projects Harry and Meghan are doing that never come to fruition. Of like course. the Archetype podcast, uh, never heard that it came out. Disney Plus, never heard that it came out. Netflix, never heard. I know she wrote a children's book and that book I did see actually get published. So I don't know. I can't keep up with like their never ending list. They're literally us, like moguls. No, for sure. No, but we create content on a daily basis. No, like they it, created one episode for Spotify in a 20 million deal over the course of two years. Yeah. And like maybe the stuff they do does come out, but it's clearly not very popular. No, no, no. It like didn't, nothing has come out I know and like the the concept of reality show is kind of crazy it's like that's a fall from grace 100% I think they're calling it like unscripted documentary style Kardashians yeah 
But I think that's happening. And they, I think they're already filming it and the cameras were like not allowed to be around this. But are they in London with it? I think they might be in London, but I had seen an article that like they're not, these cameras are not allowed anywhere near. No, of course, but like that means on the show they're talking about like going to the Jubilee, maybe seeing William. That's crazy. And that's very unroyal. Like, beyond. But I get they're not active working members of the royal family, so that makes sense. But like the royal way has really never been to air your dirty laundry. And the, just the sole fact that they did that interview was so big, but now they're going to let everyone into their lives episodically. Like that's. Crazy. Crazy. But I really would love to see more of their personalities. Same. And their house and like what their day to day is like. Because they have a lot of money. Yeah. But and that fascination will get people to tune in for sure. But to keep people interested in on a reality show. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I don't know if the two of them are like boasting with personality. Mm -hmm. If either one of them is, it's probably Megan. Yeah. But I don't know. I think she has that, you know, way about her, that she's very Yes, that's what people said, like, when she met Harry, she's like this charming princess, literally. I think she like, has, like, the Ben factor. She has the je ne sais quoi. The Ben The Ben factor. factor. James Corden, I'm Meghan just, Markle. I would love to just ask them, like, one question. Like, you know, you did this huge thing. You left. You did the interview. Like, you left everything you'd ever known behind, Harry. Meghan, you met this new man, and you, like, whether your intention was to or not, like, it was this big PR thing. And, like, now you're settled in America, like, I just want to ask, I'm like, is it everything you thought it would be? Like, yeah. because I, they're very low key. And to me, like, I consider like low key to be also like a little irrelevant. And they're not irrelevant, but I wonder if they, like the reaction from America, like it was everything they anticipated. I, I don't know. I don't know America either. does love them. Yeah. I think that was really good. But I did expect that they would be at the Met Gala in Cannes. Right. You know, doing these things that they couldn't do before. So is that a choice? They're, they're definitely could go to the Met Gala if they wanted to. Right. So they're choosing not to do that. Maybe then they, they're choosing to do a reality show. Like, I don't... They confuse me. Like, really beyond confused. Yeah. And then, of course, they go back for this. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the next few days will be a lot of fanfare, a lot of queen-y-file celebrations. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of a more worthy queen. I just really couldn't. She's literally a queen. <laughs> literally. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Oh, shit. Hold oh, on. Oh, her cards. She got her dropped. She dropped her cards. Today's episode, the rest of the stories, is brought to you by Peloton. Peloton has thousands of live and on-demand classes, so you can always keep it fresh. From cycling and strength training to yoga and running, experiment with new types of movement in a judgment-free zone at a level and pace that feels good for you. You're more likely to stick to a workout routine that you enjoy, so Peloton makes every class fun. So it feels like you're hanging out with friends, and nothing gets you moving like the perfect song, and every Peloton class is set to a bomb playlist. So if you're in the mood to ride a Ride a, do a full ride of club bangers, an EDM run, a yoga flow class with soul music. Whatever you're into, you'll find the perfect soundtrack for your workout on Peloton. And it fits seamlessly into your life. So maybe you're looking for a 10-minute upper body stretch or a 40-minute run before bed. Whatever it is, Peloton will, will work with your schedule, whether you have five minutes or an hour. Now, I know, Jackie, you're a Peloton-y queen. Love Peloton. Obviously, I love my Peloton bike. Changed my life. And now I also love doing other workouts on the Peloton app, including their tread workouts. If you're doing any sort of run, you can do a guided run with Peloton and you'll work way harder than if you try to ad lib your own stuff. I also like to do their body weight classes, a little lightweights, arms, boot camp, on and off the bike. They really have everything. They have yoga, 
if you want a high strength, high intensity workout or low intensity, Peloton's there for you. Couldn't recommend it more. If you want to follow me in my workouts, I think I'm really good at curating sick workouts. My username is Jackie OW. Right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton. A Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. It's the best price yet, including free delivery and setup. And there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton Bike and Peloton Tread. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. Great. Our next story, exciting skincare news. Kim Kardashian finally is launching her skincare line, Skin by Kim, S-K-A-N. Five years ago, she lost. K- she launched KKW Beauty, and now it has rebranded to Skin by Kim. She said, I'm excited to finally introduce you to Skin by Kim, a rejuvenating nine-product skincare ritual that I have developed from start to privilege. Start, start to, to privilege. Finish. Start to finish. I've been so privileged to learn about skin and skincare over the years from the top, world's top dermatologists and estheticians. And every bottle for my new line is filled with the knowledge I've accumulated along the way. You know what it's giving? Mm. It's giving JLo Beauty. Like, JLo no. literally said the same thing. Like, I have worked with like the most amazing dermatologists. Like, I can do this. And it was Flop Central. And what was the price point of JLo Beauty? Pretty high. Okay, because that's what skin is. And. I feel two ways about this, as I do most things. Because on the one hand, like, really, Kim Kardashian is not aging. She's 41 years old. Did you see, I mean, you did see last week on the Kardashians when she was doing the Vogue try-ons, and she's not wearing any Mm -hmm. makeup, and she looks like a kid. She looks 27. She looks amazing. She looks 31. Without makeup, she looks even younger than with makeup. And so, obviously, like, whatever she's doing needs to be bottled and sold for the rest of us. I'm just not convinced that this is exactly what she's using. And I'm also not convinced what she's doing is exclusively skincare. Like, everyone gets Botox. Like. Right. No, no, but, like, I'm sure maybe these products are probably good, and it seems like they're expensive. She's using high-quality ingredients and sourcing, and that's what she said. That's why the price point is high. So it's better than her trying to come in with, like, an affordable skincare line and being like, this is well, what I Well, that would I be use. like Kylie's skin. Right. But Kylie has young skin, and we said that when she right. launched. So the thing is, is, like, where I disagree with you is, like, Kim is aging amazingly in an unnatural way. Like, the way Kim is aging is obviously due to... I'm sure she takes care of her skin. She stays out of the sun. But it's also the immense, you know, resources she has in plastic surgery and dermatology and She's all that stuff. She's not aging. She's not aging. So, like, for me, it's like if I really wanted to buy skincare from someone who was, like, aging really well, like, I would buy, like, goop skincare. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow looks amazing for her age, you know? She doesn't look 25. She looks like a grown woman who looks incredible, you know? Yeah. So, th- like... Like, I'll probably buy it, and I love Kim, and this is no slight against her, but, like, first of all, I don't really feel like she needs another business venture. Like, first of all, people are literally quaking on TikTok. Like, bring KKW Beauty back. Her lip liners are, like, some of the most popular lip liners. So it's like, where is it? She went to relaunch and never came back. Skims is so unbelievably popular, and I just feel like she got to a place, like, years ago where she was doing all these random business ventures, like Kimoji, and it didn't make sense for her brand. And then she got to an amazing place a few years ago with the fragrances, beauty, and Skims. And it's like, can't that be enough? Yeah. Because, and you actually said something really smart, like, yesterday you were like, I would have loved if she had done this in partnership with Dr. Simon Orion, like, one of the amazing plastic surgeons, so you would feel, like, a little bit more... Believable. Believable. I don't know. And I think the branding is great. I love the name. I'll definitely try it. But, like, I don't know. It's giving J-Lo beauty. It's just, like, it's another skin... It's another celebrity makeup slash skincare line that I don't feel like is going to, you know, change the industry. Right. Whereas she already has cornered many markets. Many. And I guess she wants to corner another. And I do think as far as what approach she could have taken, this is the best one. But 
I don't know. I was just thinking yesterday about how, like, when I saw this, I was like, it's just one after the other. We know Road Skincare is coming out from Hailey Bieber. That, I think, is, like, super on brand. She has young, fresh, amazing skin. I, I will be first in line to buy Road Skincare, like, dead serious. Oh, wow. Um, but it's just making me think how, like, you know, a lot of these cosmetic companies, because, like, it's this big bubble, and it's, like, starting to burst. You know, Becca Cosmetics is, like, completely discontinued for life. There's just, like, a lot of new brands coming out that are backed by celebrities and how like the skincare and beauty industry is like really becoming like a celebrity brand um market but like if you if you're not good enough like just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you won't flop like I don't no, know I feel like a lot of these celebrity ventures flop like even Lady Gaga's makeup is yes. rebranding it's rebranding from Amazon to um there it was backed by Amazon and now it's backed by I was just watching a TikTok Sephora yes they went to Sephora which okay. So I think in the celebrity makeup category, Fenty Beauty and Rare Beauty are the top two. And Kylie Cosmetics. And Kylie Cosmetics. Um, and then there's also an interesting category where like celebrity makeup artist brands become it. Like that's Pat McGrath. That's Charlotte Tilbury. That's Makeup by Mario, which is really popular. But then there's like this, this like cash grab. Yeah. So and I think that's like REM Beauty from Ariana Grande. It's House Laboratories. It's Halsey's line. It's Kesha's line. It's like, it's kind of, even though... Some of her products I've heard are really good. Alicia Keys skincare, like I haven't heard a lot about it. JLo Beauty, Flop Central, like it's just like I didn't even know some of these people had makeup. Lines. I know, and it's like it's too late. No, and it is a cash grab. And at a certain point, especially with skincare, I want the real. I want the scientists. Yeah, you know, because the celebrities or the talent, like they have their day jobs. Like they're not in the lab thinking about how to neutralize my redness. She should have really done a partnership with Simon Orion, like just given him a million dollars or like a small stake in the company, just so people could believe that like this is what her and her dermatologist and plastic surgeon all use. Yeah, I just don't think we need this, honestly. Yeah, I and since it is expensive, it's not something I'll just like try to let you guys know, you know. Yeah, and it is nine step, and if I'm gonna try it, I'm going for all nine. No, and if I I'm buying full Monty, if I'm spending a thousand dollars on skincare, like your ass, you bet your ass I'm buying La Mer. You bet your ass. So I don't know. So here's what the nine things are: a cleanser, toner, exfoliator, hyaluronic acid serum, vitamin C serum, face cream, eye cream, oil drops, and night oil. And can I just say, it's like the second time she's like doing something that Kylie's done and she's like the second one to do it, you know? Yeah. But I do think in differentiating her price point and her offerings, yeah. she's separating herself more from Kylie, whereas like KKW Beauty and Kylie Cosmetics were the same Same thing. factory, like yeah. same formulas. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like she doesn't need this. I feel like she doesn't need this. Like between being a lawyer, between skims, between fragrances, between relaunching beauty, the new show, I feel like she really does not need to do this. Yeah. That's how I felt too. But the aesthetics on point, she's doing interviews. It looks like her bathroom. So if you want that vibe, like I like the Kylie Cosmetic, the Kylie skin vibe, even though I don't really use a lot of Kylie skin products. Me neither. I bought it and like used it but never replenished. But I leave them in my bathroom because I like how they look. Yeah, they're cute. Back yeah. is cute. But like this aesthetic is cool but it's not, it doesn't match my Yeah. So that's that on that. We'll keep you posted if either one of us tries it out. Yes. But I am very interested. I would try it for sure. Give it a shot. You Maybe know? we'll get PR. Not after this episode. My skin but is so terrible these days. No, it's gorgeous. No, I'm in a rough place with my skin. So maybe it is time for me to switch, switch it, up. it up. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Which really slipped under the radar. But Jada Pinkett Smith addressed the Oscar slap on Red Table Talk. I'm that 
totally slipped through the radar. I didn't even read the story. Yeah, she said, my hope is that Will Smith and Chris Rock will reconcile. Jada Pinkett Smith is reflecting on the relationship between Will and Chris two months after Will struck the comedian in the face at the 2022 Academy Awards. At the beginning of Wednesday's Red Table Talk, Jada said into the camera, about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. With the state of the world today, we need them both, and we all actually need one another more than ever. I mean, I agree with that sentiment, but not in this scenario. Like, um... I'm just at a place with Will Smith and Jada where, like, I really don't want to talk about them anymore. Like, I'm about to China them. Because even Ooh, before the slap... I feel like we, like, stopped talking them about them really quick. Because even before the slap, like, they were just doing too much, you know, like, airing their really personal, dirty laundry about their marriage and their family and the entanglement. And it was, like, a lot for people. And I think people were already over them. And then the slap happened, and we were like, we're done. So... You're done. I don't know. Like... I think they waited too long to respond and now like I don't even know what they could have said to make me think that like what he did was even slightly okay because I don't think it was okay. So no, nothing they say could really make this better and I think they probably know that which is why this was like sneaky under the radar statement. Yeah. I agree with that. Like my mind is made up about all of this. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to change the way that I feel. But what's crazy is that for so long like Red Table Talk and Jada were the voice of reason mm -hmm. and you know you would go and have these conversations and like if Jada was on your side. We're all on your mm -hmm. side. And after the slap situation, you just look at them. You look at it so differently. differently. No, and, and I don't think it's going to be the go-to place anymore. No, and the show was so good, like conceptually, like it was so you simple. You bring it to the table. It was so simple, like you know, three generations talking about it at the table and then moving on from it. And I think that like what what it did for their family was amazing because I think it really made people respect them and think they were really smart. And I watched many episodes, obviously Jordan Woods, Olivia. Jade um and they you just felt like they were like really um like stable you know mm -hmm. and then with the entanglement everyone just I mean at least me and I think a lot of the sentiment was like eye rolling like keep some things to yourself for sure but even still with the entanglement it was like tea worthy but it's still I was still like okay the red table is where you're gonna bring it dish it and yeah. move on from it but after the slap again beyond the pale yeah this is it's too much so I'm just like, I'm needing a break from them, you know? And yeah. I'm just waiting for, I don't, I don't want to make my decision until I hear from Chris Rock. We still haven't heard from Chris Rock. Right. And that's who we're waiting to hear from. Right. Not the, Jaden. The person who was slapped. Right. The slappy, not yeah, the slapper. Yeah, slapper. Our fifth and final story, some exciting bebe news. Heidi Montag is pregnant, expecting her second baby with Spencer Pratt. She told Us Weekly on Wednesday, I couldn't be more excited. I don't know who I'm the most excited for, myself or Gunner or Spencer Gunner is their four-year-old son. This is really exciting because if you watched last season of The Hills, they were really trying uh, very much to get pregnant, and now it has happened, and that's really sweet for their little family. Yeah, I only watched the first season of The Hills, and they were talking about it then, so I imagine it took them a while to get pregnant, so you just love to see... A happy... The fruits of your labor. Happy news. Yeah, Mazel Tov to them. Mazel Tov to the Montag Pratt family. And Mazel Tov to us for launching our new peach. That is where we're headed out. We are headed now to our influencer event. We're literally like... The between going viral and then like hosting an influencer event like moguls moguls <laughs> <laughs> um so check out peach thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast we're back tomorrow for our final episode of the week thank you so much for listening to the morning toast millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know everybody the friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found so spotify itunes stitcher public radio i already cast box all the places so wherever you listen to podcasts find us morning toast and leave a five star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are hope you have an incredible day you guys and we'll see you tomorrow bye bye